0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Let Me Tell You Something podcast. It is Wista. Welcome to the podcast where we talk about the shit that I want to talk about, not what you want to talk about, because if we talked about what you wanted to fucking talk about, you'd be here, but you're not fucking here. So we're going to proceed to talk about what the fuck I want to talk about. So, guys, let's get straight to gratitude. I just want to say thank you so much to everybody who listened to the last episode and who streamed the song Fake Innocent by Chaos featuring Khan Kilian and Nabu. I just want to let you guys know this. Also, we literally hit number eight in the worldwide charts on iTunes the day it dropped. Our song was literally between Burna Boy's songs, WizKid's songs, and all these other international artists. So I just want to say thank you so much if you streamed it, if you bought it. If you haven't heard it yet, go listen to the last episode, you can hear a snippet. Fake Innocent is definitely like an Afro beat, Afro swing afro-caribbean very summer vibe song so you can wind your waist or catch some wines and like i said the last time if you can't wind your waist that's perfectly fine do a two-step and i will make sure i keep pushing this damn song till freaking october so if i'm still talking about the shit in halloween just know you will be dancing a fake innocent during halloween but you guys i just want to say thank you so much it's definitely like the first time we're just like opening up to y'all when it comes to that aspect of my life of like working with artists, working in music and PR. And sometimes I do give advice when it comes to PR, but just like giving you guys that personal insight. Look, oh my God, okay. I'm getting too emotional, but I just want to say thank you so much. Even if you like listen to it for five seconds, bitch, I took five seconds of your fucking life. We all took five seconds of your fucking life. Somebody took five seconds of your fucking life. So either way, you, you gave a stream. But I appreciate that regardless of where you're located. And yeah, and also thank you for listening to this too. Do I have any life updates? No, not really. Um, Work is work. PR is PR. Like I said earlier, doing things for the artists. Just trying to get through the week one fucking time at a second and also answering a whole bunch of like media requests ever since we like dropped this song. So I've been making so many decisions where I'm like, bro, when am I going to sleep? When am I going to sleep? But guess what? We are here and I have some topics that we need to talk about because there's so much shit that happened since I put out an episode when it comes to like music, celebrity, news, even life. So let's start out with monkeypox. Oh my God. Oh my God, you guys. Literally. Uh, you see, th- th- I said this in the past few fucking episodes. I said this in the past few fucking episodes. I knew this shit was going to go crazy. The same way how I knew the way y'all was moving with COVID, I knew it. I knew y'all were going to move the same fucking way with fucking monkey pox. And now look at this. Many states are having an increase of monkey pox. People are getting monkeypox, And I'm going to say this. If you plan on getting getting it on, you plan on having sex, you plan on doing the nasty, doing what you got to do, pleasure yourself, please just use protection. Just use protection. Use a condom. They got condoms for all body parts. Use it. Please protect yourself. And that goes for any activity you do. Protect yourself. And I'm not only talking about monkeypox. I'm talking about all the STDs, all the STIs, everything. Just protect yourself because... This is too much. We're already dealing with COVID coming back and resurgence and now we got to do a monkey pox. What's next? What is fucking next? But I'm going to say this, like, just make sure you protect yourself and go get tested with the amount of people who have been getting tested for COVID almost like every single fucking week or just getting tests for like anything just to make sure they're okay. Um, getting tested for your sexual health should be a priority also If you can stand online and go take a COVID test, you can go get tested just to make sure you good and you clean. Or if, let's say, God forbid, you have like a curable or an incurable, then you go through those measures to make sure that your health is still good and you can manage your life. Damn. Like, I am so tired that we are not taking shit seriously, but I understand too. Like, we got inflation going on and shit is like going off the fan. I literally went to go buy some fucking coffee at, like, the grocery store that usually cost like, it was, like, a freaking box of, like, Maxwell House. I know somebody's gonna be like, oh, bitch, you drink that basic-ass shit. You know what? I was in a rush. But, like, you, like, before this fucking pandemic, a basic can of, like, Maxwell House coffee was, like, $6. I went into the store. That shit was almost, like, 10 bucks. Like, I am fucking over this shit, man. Like, I feel like every single fucking day... Every single fucking month, there's something opening in fucking Pandora's box. I don't know what the fuck planet Earth has done, but the universe is teaching us a fucking lesson. And like I said in these past fucking episodes, we are in the fucking age of Aquarius. If you were an asshole, if you were inauthentic, bitch, you're getting exposed this decade. Like the 2020s is your time to get exposed. So good luck and protect yourself. I sound so frustrated. All I'm gonna say is please protect yourself. Like I'm I'm just tired of like just knowing that people are not taking things seriously we've seen how many lives have been taken away from covid and now there's like monkey pox outbreaks like what's next like i'm not gonna be hugging nobody i like then again too i don't like to be near people like that like i don't like to be like touchy touchy pda is not my thing so i'm so glad i don't got to hug nobody i have another excuse to be away from y'all i will be wearing my mask and we wearing a freaking um what hazmat suit don't touch me honey Don't touch me. Oh, you want a hug? Let me see your papers. Did you get tested? Let me see them. I think also, too, is because I'm like reading the guidelines of like what you should do when it comes to like preventing monkeypox. So it says avoid close skin to skin contact with people who have a rash that looks like monkeypox. Okay, that means no kissing, hugging, cuddling, having sex with a person with monkeypox, or even none of that shit. Also, do not handle or touch the bedding and towels of clothing of a person with monkey pox. Ooh, well if you sharing towels, <laughs> you're nasty. I'm sorry. Y- y'all sharing towels? I'm I know. Sharing clothes, y'all don't clean up at like no. Who's sharing clothes and not cleaning? Mm, you know what? No comment. That's not my business. And then also the main important way to prevent this is wash your fucking hands. And use hand sanitizer. Cleanliness. Clean yourself. Wash your hands. Did we not learn this in COVID? Wash your hands. Clean yourself. Well, then mainly masks. But still, clean yourself. Still, after this damn fucking pandemic. This, this pandemic is still going on. I would still go to the bathroom in like public locations. Uh, hey, when I say I go to the bathroom public locations, I just go to wash my hands. I don't be using public bathrooms. I, I just don't feel comfortable with that. But... I'll walk in and I'll see somebody just go out the stall and like rinse their hands with water and walk out. If you, uh, like, let's look at it. Cleanliness 101. If you wash your hands with water and no soap when you step out of the bathroom, you're fucking nasty. I'm sorry, you're nasty. Wash your hands with some fucking soap. Just put your hands around it. It doesn't take that long to wash your fucking hands. I get it that people have like certain allergies, but still. Please wash your hands, use some hand sanitizer, do something because I am tired with the fact that all the guidelines for this shit that p- keeps popping up with these diseases and everything, they tell you to wash your fucking hands. So wash your fucking hands, take care of yourself, clean your fucking body, take your fucking showers twice a day and use a washcloth. Okay, I'm done with this monkey pox topic. I know some might be like, well, what's this mean about sexual health? Protect yourself, okay, and keep yourself clean. Okay, well, we're done with that I am so sorry about that rant. I just get so irritated with the shit I see in the news. That's why I can't sit down and watch the news. But let's get on to the next topic. As I said earlier, there has definitely been a lot of like music festivals and music themes going on throughout social media due to the Wireless Music Festival, which is a hip hop festival out in the UK. And a lot of like our faves, well, some of y'all faves, not my faves. Well, you know what, some of my faves were there, but they were there to make a performance for that festival. I will say this, um, okay. So let's talk about wireless music festivals and the UK music scene. Anybody who knows about the UK music scene, you have grime music, you have Afro swing, you have um, dance hall music, you have like various sectors within that. So it was nice to see like dance hall artists like Skilly Bang and PopCon. I don't think PopCon was there, but just to see like dance hall artists like perform at a large stage because we don't usually see like dance hall artists at Coachella. We don't see them at like a governor's ball. You wouldn't really see those artists at like music festivals in the States, but still, it was still nice to see them like perform at like large crowds and I didn't like, this is what I didn't like. So I was reading the comments because I usually watch the performances on the BBC's um, YouTube channel cause they usually have like the performances on there. And I didn't like how some people were like, oh my God, the UK fans and the Canadian fans always show out for these artists, but America doesn't. I, like I literally had to sit down to myself and think to myself, do you guys not like do geographical like research? Okay, if we have a dance hall artist, right? We have a Skilly Bang who has the song Crocodile Teeth, who has another song with Ma- Muramasa, whatever the fuck his name is, called um, Blessing Me, and also has another song that goes like bags, bags all over the place. Um, I could understand y'all saying this if this was like a concert that was in the East Coast. If this was something in New York, I could understand that because there's like a large Caribbean community. And also I'm like, crocodile teeth has been blasted on the radio in new york i can understand in like a miami because there's a large jamaican community there's a large caribbean community but if y'all are going to complain and say well the american audience they never go crazy for artists like this like um i wouldn't like i would be shocked if skilly bang did like a show in the midwest i would be very surprised and i'm not saying that like that can't happen but y'all got to realize that dancehall music, just like with Afrobeat, yes, it's been around for a long time and it is still evolving. It's getting its commercial mainstream market right now. Like anybody who like listened to Shensia, we all know old school. Like if you live in the East Coast, you know, throwback, throwback, Shensia. But how Shensia is being marketed, somebody might not know the song Loody with Vibes Cartel. And you just got to deal with that we might know it because we grew up around folks who listen to that music. If somebody doesn't know it, somebody doesn't know it. Let's not also forget too is Toronto and London, there's like a high community of Caribbean folks, specifically countries that were ruled by the British. So what does that mean? The music out there, it's gonna be inspired by that. So you're gonna hear a lot of dance hall music. And I also think too is... It's definitely harder for like international artists to break out in America rather than American artists breaking out in world. Like, does that make sense? Like it's easier for American artists to break out in the worldwide market, but it's hard for like international artists to break out in the American art um, market. But then also too, it's, it's hard for American artists to break out in America. So please leave the American audience specifically alone when it comes to these damn concerts, but I will say this, Nicki Minaj did an amazing job for her set. She definitely redeemed herself from the Essence Festival um, performance that everybody was trying to come for her just because she looked like she had some extra weight on her. I don't know why we love to comment on women's weight, but then y'all don't keep that same energy for some folks, but either way, I'm happy that she did her thing. I will say the barbs, the thing about the barbs is the barbs will show out for Nicki regardless did you guys not see how like they were all over her when she was literally on the street that she had to push one of her fans I'm sorry this is why I don't go around celebrities like let's look the last time I met a celebrity I met Kelly Rowland in a bathroom and I met Beyonce's mom so I will say I'm getting close to meeting Beyonce Beyonce I'm gonna meet you but Back to the whole Nicki thing. Nicki had to push a fucking fan. I'd be embarrassed to be on video to have Nicki Minaj push me. That is embarrassing. That that will be a moment you will remember for the rest of your fucking life. That is embarrassing. But it was definitely a good performance. Who else performed? I know that um Steph London performed and Cardi B performed and Megan The Stallion performed. So I'm just thinking to myself, how did you guys have all those women who are like low-key beefing with each other all around? like was security very tight what was going on when it comes to that but it was nice to see even like some west coast artists like rowdy Richards there and when i tell you that crowd knew the whole fucking song to the box but then again the box literally was like the song of like 2020 but you know me any single time there is a festival you know i like to pay attention to the camera when they about to say the n-word i'm i'm looking around i'm like okay who's gonna say it but this time i guess wireless festival was like yep we're not doing that we're just gonna keep it we're not gonna let y'all see who's saying then whereas i was like i'm not surprised at all and then again it's a concert you can't really control the audience in the end of it but i will say this if i had to pick between going to like a coachella a rolling loud or a wireless music festival you'll probably see me at a wireless festival then rolling loud and then coachella that's that's how i feel and I know they also had Glastonbury, but but that definitely is like a larger like festival with various types of fucking um audiences and performers. Like Harry Styles probably was there singing watermelon sugar high. That's the only song I know by him other than the One Direction songs. Also, one last thing, because I got to bring it back to Wireless Music Festival. If you guys don't know, I'm literally obsessed with this singer named Brie Runway. She is like the up-and-coming pop girl. She is bringing in that R&B, pop, rock. Like If any genre, she can do it to the world. And Summer Walker let her have her moment on stage to sing Hot Hot, y'all go stream that freaking Hot Hot by freaking Brie Runway, I am here for it, I stand, she is definitely one of the up-and-coming girls that I think will definitely kill it, especially when it comes to the breaking out of like black UK artists, which I'm here for, and I'm glad that this decade is letting them have their moment to shine, because like I've said in the past few fucking episodes, every single time when an international artist breaks out It's always the ones who emulate like soulful voices. But then when you see them, you're like, oh, wait, like, yeah, I could see how you got away with this. So I'm just happy that now we're kind of in a decade where like black artists from like other countries are getting their like moment to shine, too. And also, too, is not even with that. All artists from like all parts of the diaspora are like making songs together. Chris Brown literally just did the Mona Lisa remix with um, this artist named LoJ, Like, I'm just here for it. I'm here for it. And I'll say this too, as, long, as much as Chris Brown is problematic, Chris Brown, like Chris Brown, you problematic as fuck. You make the same fucking songs, but I will say this, you're doing what Drake can't do, and that is hop on a freaking Afrobeat song or a dance hall song and actually sound good and actually do the accent and it sounds good so that's all I'm going to say but when anything else when it comes to Christopher or I, wait well well, you know what I know that he is like is Christopher still part of like gangs because I remember people were telling me when I was looking out in LA people were like yo Christopher like why don't call this man Christopher but people were like Chris Brown is like low-key part of like that gang life allegedly so i'm not gonna say maybe bristopher whatever whatever you you go by sir you problematic as fuck but i will give you props when it comes to working with other black artists from other countries and also putting yourself in that culture and making it look authentic so let's give a clap for christopher Okay, on to the next topic. Okay, well, let's get on to the next topic, and that is celebrity news today. Well, when I mean celebrity news, there's levels of celebrity shit. We're gonna have a little bit of A-lister, I'm putting air quotes, because to general America, they're A-listers, but to me, they just invincible. I ain't followed that whole family. I don't even follow that family. But I gotta talk about it because people are talking about it. Tristan Thompson and Khloe Kardashian have a baby on the way through surrogacy. I, oh my God, Khloe. Anybody who listens to this podcast knows when I got to talk about these two, like Tristan not going to change. Tristan should just be in like, he just say, stay Bachelor, stay a Bachelor, stay a Bachelor. And I know some people are going to be like, oh, well then they can be in a polyamorous relationship. There's a lot like... Like, I'm not into that, but then I've had conversations with people who are in that lifestyle. Like, there's way much more to it than just, like, the aspect. Because everybody, when you think about, like, polyamorous relationships, we just instantly think about sex. or having sex with other people, but they're actually building bonds and connections with other folks. So, we can't say that because we got to respect the polyamorous community. I can say maybe he can go live a pure lifestyle and have, like, a bunch of sister wives. But then again, two is... Some people want Sister Wives for a reason. There's reasons to why they would want Sister Wives. But then again, too, does Tristan Thompson want to be tied down to multiple women? Although he does like to mess around with multiple women. Maybe he wants the fun, but not the commitment and the responsibility. But there's plenty of people who want the fun, but not the commitment. But then again, I sound so fucking confused. Either way, Chloe, you are a glutton to punishment. And everyone's saying that the baby was conceived in November... And that means, like, it doesn't make any sense, bro. Like, it does not make any sense. Does that mean the baby that he had with the trainer, are they Irish twins with the baby that's going to be born through the surrogacy? There's so much shit in this damn freaking love story of Chloe and Tristan Thompson to the point where even I'm confused talking about this. All I'm gonna say is maybe she just did this to make sure that like her daughter has like a sibling and they have like the same father. I don't fucking know. All I know is the person who's winning in this whole situation is Jordan, the mother of his first child, Prince, because she was like, okay, you did that to me. I'm gonna swoop my ass out of here, take my son, take care of him and get myself another ball player. And that's what she did respectfully. And allegedly, but you can go Lipstick Alley. All I can say is, is just... uh, you just pray for chloe you not know, even like this bitch like i don't even like your ass like i don't even fuck with your family like that but it's just sad to see her just going through this shit but then it's like this happens to people every day minus the surrogacy part depending on their financial situations and shit like that but either way they're having another kid on the way and there will probably be another continuation of the saga of chloe and tristan i don't fucking know i Either way, I hope the, hope the birth of the baby is healthy. That's all I could say. And the last topic for this episode, because it popped up on my newsfeed just now. So I don't know if you guys know who Iggy Azalea is. Iggy Azalea, oh my God, she used to be signed to freaking um Grand Hustle Records, which is T.I.'s record label don't forget B.O.B. used to be signed to Grand Hustle. Remember that era? Did Grand Hustle really have their era where like they got to show out? I guess for like a little bit when B.O.B. had like his peak with Bruno Mars and like um what's that other song called? Oh my god, that other song he did with future. Either way, they had their little peaks. But Iggy Azalea is now more of like an independent artist. I can even say like a little bit of an influencer. But also, too, is she is the mother of... Wait, no, I'm not going to say the mother of, because if Kylie likes to call herself a baby mama, I'm going to call Iggy Azalea a baby mama, too. She is Playboy Cardi's baby mama. If you don't know who Playboy Cardi is, he is... I don't freaking know how to explain how he is, but he is an artist who has a large fan base, specifically of... if you specifically of like little kids in the Midwest love Playboy Cardi and anybody who's like reselling sneakers who wear Supreme, Fear of God and those type of brands. Yes, that's his fan base and they love the fuck out of him and they love to like bother the fuck out of Iggy Azalea when it comes to that situation. But hey, it is what it is in the end of it. So she posted on Instagram her cooking oxtails and rice and peas and the shade room shared it and they made sure to show it and the sh- I think she also took another picture to show that she was using seasonings and I'm like ma'am I'm I don't care how many seasonings you're using I'm still not impressed even looking at the picture the rice looked dry the oxtail it was not oxtailing it was not doing what it was supposed to be doing it looked presentable I'll give her that but I'm just like I know this shit does not taste good and Tasha K, which I don't know has Tasha K not learned her lesson with this Cardi B case popped in the comments and said that she is feeding Tory Lanes that plate and then Tory Lanez, who you guys know, he, he loves to pop in and steers some shit up and loves to be in the tabloid sometimes said that it was a delicious meal and i guess like iggy saw tasha's comments and was like well you know i definitely have a lawyer to sue you and the oxtail is spicy why would i give the oxtail to my child because tasha was basically saying she fed toy lanes at first rather than feeding her son it and i'm thinking to myself is ma'am did you just say the oxtail is spicy Did you just say the oxtail is spicy? My question is what is spicy for Iggy Azalea? What is spicy for Iggy? I would love to know what is spicy. Like what does spicy mean to Iggy Azalea? And so we can determine that. Like I want Iggy to send everybody who liked that picture at least a piece of oxtail so we can try to see if it's spicy. All I know is I don't think it's that spicy. But then again, I have a high tolerance when it comes to spicy foods. But you guys, I'm going to end this episode right here. Thank you for listening to Let Me Tell You Something the Podcast. It is wisdom. We're going to end this. You can find this podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google Play, SoundCloud, somewhere on the internet. Wherever you found it is where you got to follow it. You can write a review, send an email. You got constructive criticism. I'm here for it because guess what? In the end, it's helping me out. I don't know what the fuck I said throughout this episode. Just know Whatever the fuck I said, I said, and I said it. Okay, you guys, I'm out of here. Having a great weekend or evening, day, night. Um, I don't freaking know. Have fun. And if you're listening to this while you're at work, get your work done, okay? And make sure you freaking document everything because people are watching. Okay, bye.